Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The mayor of Lyon, France, recently caused an outrage after he announced that school menus would no longer include meat, which means those poor kids will have to switch to white wine. (laughs) Hey, now. France has got the vid terrible. Germany, awful. Absolutely. They're talking about a full shutdown in Germany, like as strict as they've been at any point during the pandemic. Imagine that emotionally, mentally. If that was happening yeah. in the United States right now. I mean, we're, I have the expectation. Another, I don't have the name, but another high up epidemiologist, you know, you see on TV all the time yesterday, came out as a number of others have and said, this thing's going to be over in a couple of weeks. We're going to cross oh, over that threshold of enough people vaccinated and already got it. We're just, it's basically going to go away. Oh, please, 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 please. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're dying like crazy over in Europe because they can't get the vaccine out. Yeah. They didn't win the race between the vaccine and the uh, the mutations. Yeah. I was just reading. In fact, I got this article around here somewhere about uh, vaccine hesitance among healthcare workers, which is unusually high, although they make it clear that healthcare workers includes a hell of a lot of people who aren't terribly well educated. Um, and there seems to be a correlation between level of education. I mean, it's like like doctors, dumb doctors are, you mean? Well, no, doctors are getting the shot. Okay. Uh, nurses are getting it slightly less. Nurses' assistants are getting it less than them. You know, orderlies on down. They're all healthcare workers. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get to that. I don't mean to cast aspersions or anything. You might have legit concerns about the vaccine. I don't. Um, That's but, funny. I, uh, I stepped into an elevator yesterday uh, here at work. And um, does it? Is there a sign there? There used to be a sign there. It says, "Wait for the next elevator. Don't ride with somebody." But anyway, like maximum of two people. Okay. Well, there was one person. The door opened. I said, "Do you mind?" She said, "No." We were both masked. I stepped in the elevator, and uh, you know, I'm making small talk the way I do. And I said, "So you gotten the vaccine yet?" And she said, "No," and I'm not going to. And I thought, okay, you're you're one of those people. So there, there are a lot of there are a lot of people that just aren't going to get it. Hmm. You didn't ask why or anything? She was a person of color, by the way, which the percentages are higher of people saying they're not going to get it, at least currently. Yeah, yeah. How interesting. I couldn't wait. I was super glad yeah, to get it. I know. I'd, no, I'd go today whatever. if I could. I got an email that yesterday that led me to believe in my county I'm still a long way off. Wow. Because wow. they got to get to all the homeless people uh, their vaccines. Honest to God, the, all the homeless people, and it's thousands, have to get their shot first. So, 23-year-old homeless dudes, heroin junkies, will get it before you will. Yes. Great, great. Because of the equity. you got to get your equity going. Yeah, yeah, my county, not so concerned. This is two stories at once. Uh, and, and it's almost, it's, it's easy to get distracted by the first story. Facebook, which is evil, is conducting a vast behind-the-scenes study of doubts expressed by us, U.S. users about vaccines. Um, which is interesting, and the results of that are, are revealing and, and thought-provoking. But it's part of, uh, they're doing they're doing a research project, a giant project, understanding Facebook population segments and what sort of beliefs and messages are going back and forth in these units. It's like clusters of people who communicate with each other. 
Um, the document, which I think leaked, or did they release it? I'm not sure. Uh, did not identify how Facebook defined a segment or grouped community, but noted that the segment could be as many as 3 million people, or at least 3 million people. But so Facebook is now really tracking who's saying what to whom and in what groups. I think I knew that already, but listening to how enthusiastically they're doing it is a little weird to me, a little chilling. Uh, I wouldn't think they'd care that much, but of course they care. They want your data and they want to sell you crap. But if you can put that aside, the fact that it is a giant surveillance community, uh, some of the findings are notable. Just 10 out of 638 population segments contained 50% of all vaccine hesitancy cat content on the platform. 10 out of the 638 population segments they studied. And in the population segment with the most vaccine hesitancy, just 111 users contributed half of all the vaccine hesitant content. Wow. Keeping in mind that a segment could be at least 3 million people. So in other words, you have a small cluster of anti-vaccine, anti-COVID vaccine people putting out a tremendous amount of content. I mean, really being evangelical about it. Well, we've got, um, and having an effect, it would seem, we've got uh, a clip we're going to play from George Bush or not uh, later, former President Bush, talking about um, how he's not sure democracy can survive the Internet. And, you know, this is a good example of it right here. If a tiny number of people can get that much news out, on the number one news platform in the world, that's something. That is a different era. That would have been impossible just a few years ago. Absolutely impossible. You couldn't have done it, no matter how rich you were, reached that many people with your message. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, people dreamed of that. Dictators, religious leaders, business leaders dreamed of being that effective. The latest number, nearly 30% of Americans say they do not intend to get one of the approved vaccines. That number has shrunk uh, in half. Uh, according to a March poll, uh, half of all Republican men, we've talked about this, say they don't intend to get the, max, uh, the vaccine. They see a big uh, overlap with QAnon belief, which is interesting. Uh, coronavirus-related misinformation has flooded Facebook's platforms, including false narratives about COVID-19 being less deadly than the flu, that it is somehow associated with a population control plot by Bill Gates. Well, the, less, the, vac- the less deadly than the flu. I heard that recently from somebody, and I didn't mm-hmm. challenge them on it. But I was just looking up the TV. We're going to hit 540,000 dead today. Unless you believe that's a lie, and if you believe that's a lie, then, you know... What's the point of having a conversation? But People um, do. They, they think that number was uh, faked. Okay. Well, if you believe that's a lie, I don't know why you pay taxes or do anything, because you believe everything is a lie, that there's, there's nothing true. But 540,000 people have died. Do you think that many people die from the flu every year? Sure, well, obviously not. not. Those, those statistics are known. But so is it a population control plot by Bill Gates? They believe, some believe the vaccines are associated with the Antichrist. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Anyway, the Antichrist. So. Well, I can't. I have no argument for or against that. No, no. I got the shot. I'm fine uh, so far. I will let you know if I keel over or if Bill Gates forbids me from reproducing. My genes are way too tight today. Brr. They yeah, are reproduction. They are painted on. Is not Why? what I was going for. Because I tried a different brand, but I ordered the same size that I order in Levi's. And in this particular brand, they are just, they're just a different thing. I wish yeah. there, there needs to be some sort of universal size thing. 
I wish there were. I'm a free market yeah. guy, so you know I don't want to force that on the world, but I never buy pants without trying them on, just for that reason. I, in fact, I went through my closet at one point, and I labeled. I took a sharpie and I labeled like the inner, what do you call it, around the waist that that part. Uh, I labeled all of them with their actual size. I tried them all on, and I rated them whether they are really like a 33 or a 34 uh-huh. or a 35. That's a good idea. So this company that I just bought the jeans, they seem to mean, you know, they they mean their number. Whereas Levi's does not. They don't mean no. it. No, 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 no. When we say 33, we mean what a 35 used to be 10 years ago. That's what exactly. we mean. Exactly. We, we don't want you to be pissed off at us because uh, we're calling you fat by telling <laughs> you you have to buy 36s now. And, Le- and Levi's quality control is so crappy since they left the United States with their production. I ordered mm. three pairs, same size, three completely different sizes. One too tight, one so big I'll never wear them, one just right. Out of three hmm. pairs, exactly the same jeans, same size. I mean, well, a little, come on. Goldilocks trying on pants over there. My well, wife at least is, you got one for three. My wife was talking about yesterday uh, 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 slippers. So say she's getting slippers and how she ranges from an 8 to 11, an 11 depending on the brand. 8 to 11 hmm. on the size of the slippers. And part of it is Jessica Simpson, the clothing mogul. You know how she turned her bubble-headed blonde thing into a, isn't she like a billionaire or something? She's done well. She's one of those uh, people that are just her, her. Her sizes are all super tiny. She like wants everybody to have tiny sizes. I don't know what's going on with that, but like so. So if she sells you a pair of slippers, she tells you they're a six. So I guess you feel like you have tiny feet. Does that work on people? Do people feel like yeah, I haven't gained weight. I'm still wearing a thirty three like I did in college. Does that work on people? I guess it does. Well, yeah, they do it for a reason. I think, I, and and listen, I've come to terms with the fact that, you know, I'll struggle against my weight my entire life and have my entire life. So it doesn't bother me in the least. But I think it's pretty widespread that if you go in there, and I'll just speak for myself, thinking I'm a 34, and I try on Jack's brand pants, and those 34s won't even slide over my hiney, much less button them, I get a negative feeling about Jack's brand pants. And I huh. move on to, That's you know, interesting. Uh, Sean's fine uh, buttwear. So thirty three is not a, elastic. Thir- not a great name, by the so way. So my thirty three and Levi's that I wear comfortably, these are thirty threes, and this brand is like, no, 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 no. We mean thirty threes, buddy, because these are <laughs> painted on. Hey, Jumbo, this is what thirty three feels like. How do you like it? It's like I'm in a hair band from the eighties. These pants. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just dim the lights, somebody. I gotta run to my car so nobody sees me and get them off as soon as I get home before anybody snaps a pick because it's embarrassing. <laughs> Nothing left to the imagination. Well, it's just, for a man my age, it's just, what is going on here? Um, the, uh, the, the, none of this will matter when we're at war with China. Absolutely. We need to tell you a little bit of what went on yesterday in the first meeting between the Biden crew and the Xi crew. How did that go down? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When it comes to Xinjiang, Tibet, Hong Kong, or Taiwan, China's government says the United States should stay out of its internal affairs. Chinese officials want the U.S. to roll back the sanctions, tariffs, and restrictions the Trump administration implemented. They're also warning that, quote, 
on issues that bear on China's sovereignty, security, and core interests, no one shall expect China to make any compromise or trade-offs. So the Biden people met with the 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 uh, Xi people yesterday in Alaska. It's the first meeting of the new regime, and one of the first meetings since everybody has put their cards on the table at this point and recognized what's actually going on, and we're into the new era of we know you're out to topple us, and we know you know that we're out to topple you. So and that, we know that all of the pretended friendship of the last 40 years has been a way for you to get over on us. Has been a ruse. Yeah, yes. exactly. Ian Bremmer's, uh, and we've got a little more, we'll play a little more of the actual opening statements and that sort of stuff with the translator to, to let you know a flavor of it, and then I've got some background on that. But Ian Bremmer tweeted out a short version of what happened yesterday. He said the U.S.-China readout, most important bilateral relationship in the world, that is without a doubt, among the most dysfunctional, zero trust, and very limited near-term prospects of improvement. That's a pretty wow. dark summary of where we are. So I guess we'll just play this, and then I've got some uh, holes I can fill in. You're going to hear the, uh, the, 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 the U.S. person and the, the Chinese representative and some translators. I have to tell you, what I'm hearing is very different from what you described. Uh, I'm hearing deep satisfaction that the United States is back, that we're reengaged with our allies and partners. I'm also hearing deep concern about some of the actions your government is taking. Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China. From a position of strength. Sorry. So, and this just in uh, China challenging the Biden team on the state of the U.S. democracy today. So they went on to say yesterday, they talked about Black Lives Matter. At one point they said... um, the the Chinese said, uh, stay out of our affairs, because we brought up all the things that are going wrong in China. We brought up Taiwan and Hong Kong, and we weren't so blunt as to mention the Uyghurs and the concentration camps, but we mentioned that area of China, Xijing, or whatever it's called. Uh, we mentioned mm-hmm. the area, and everybody knows what that topic is, but so, you know, we made it clear uh, what we were talking about. And uh, the Chinese representative said, uh, stay out of affairs, or else... And uh, and by the way, your record on U.S. human rights needs to improve. And they mentioned Black Lives Matter and police shootings and uh, the, the attacks on Asians all across the country and gave us quite a lecture about our human rights record, which is hilarious on one hand, but, you know, really not funny if you think about it for a second. Right, right. And it's part of our system. It's straight from our values that we have a free media that reports on our sins. And the fact that those uh, hostile powers in the world would use those sins against us, it's unfortunate, but it's cool. It's fine. I get it. It's when our media invents sins, invents 
reasons this is a bad country, when our academia is lecturing us and the rest of the world about how evil we are and our enemies use that fake uh, reporting. That's frustrating. Yeah, I don't want to get off on that tangent because I want to talk about that later, but this pretending we're in a race war in the United States... Tucker Carlson last night, I thought I'd put it brilliantly. He said, you, you, real, you people realize you're playing with fire here, and you really are. Pretending there's a race war between whites and blacks and whites and Asians, and you, and you, you, you every day bang that drum to try to convince everybody that's going on, you really are playing with fire, especially since there's scant evidence that that is actually occurring. Um, mm-hmm. But more on that later. And, yeah, so China's going to use that against us, and they are. I'll read a little of the uh, how it went down yesterday from one of the reporters that was there. There's an ongoing blow-up um, uh, here at 520 Eastern. About 10 minutes of initial statements, Blinken, that's our uh, Secretary of State, said the U.S. was pushing back against Chinese practices to ensure that might does not make right. They responded for 18 minutes, criticizing the United States. We don't believe in invading through use of force, topple other regimes, massacre people of other countries. Important for U.S. to change own image. Many people in the United States have little confidence in the U.S. democracy. So they're saying we're the bad country. Um, that was supposed to be it. The opening statement's over. The U.S. media pool excused. But then they started talking more, and the, the Chinese went on a long rant afterwards. Um, after the media had left the room, and they continued jawing with, with each other. Wow. As the headline wow. was, it was unusually undiplomatic. I mean, it was a bad start to a bad relationship. The New York Times called it extraordinary rancor. Newly combative and unapologetic China. That ain't good. Ain't good. We'll keep our eye on it. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, a couple of cleanup things here. Vanity sizing, that's what it's called in the uh, clothing industry. Vanity sizing, where they change their sizing as people get bigger so they feel like they're in the same size. So that's what that is. Um, uh, we've got quite a few people that aren't going to get the vaccine for a variety of reasons. Um. I guess the, uh, the the belief among that crowd is it's been authorized, not approved. There's a difference between a drug being approved or authorized. No, there's not. We're giving false information. And also this. No, we're not. The nation's long national nightmare might be over. A-Rod and J-Lo were seen kissing yesterday. Oh. They may have gotten back together. Reunited and it feels so good. I hate that couple, but I had a brief Gives hope for the rest of us, Jack. I, I had a brief moment of feeling sorry for them yesterday because they are human beings, and I assume they have the same emotions that other human beings have. Can- well, <laughs> yes, except except the more beautiful you are, the more beautiful your love is. The more exquisite your love well, is. They are Only the annoying. truly beautiful know what real love is. They are annoying, but I'm going to assume the pain of breakup is the same for them as it is for anybody else. And the idea of going through it with the world, you know, somebody trying to get a picture of you from a mile away with a telescopic lens because you kissed again as you're talking over your breakup. Can you imagine living that lifestyle? Holy crap. Or, or no. on the other hand, Ugh. they did it outside on purpose so the pictures would be in the New York Post. That's another way to look at it. It's Reunited <laughs> and it's understood. And finally this, I'm getting my vaccine on Monday. 
I'm eight years shy of 65 and inquired and learned that because of my, in quotation marks, my carriage, I qualify as having a comorbidity, and I'm now eligible. Fat! (laughs) Because because of my carriage. (laughs) He's a man of larger carriage. There you go. Fabulous. So uh, yesterday, an unbelievable day of confrontation around the world. The U.S. and China, unprecedented hostility there at the summit meeting. You had Vlad Putin calling out Biden in a couple of different ways, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a bit. But then you had the, the, the great fight in the halls of the U.S. Senate between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci, the tale of the tape, Rand Paul, five foot nine, 155 pounds, curly-headed. He can take a punch but doesn't like getting blindsided in his yard. <laughs> and in the blue corner, Dr. Fauci, five foot three, maybe? I don't know, about 100 years old. Sometimes he likes masks, sometimes he doesn't. I really like Rand's chances in this, but, man, they went at it yesterday. Uh, dig this. Sean, let's go with the, the Megillah. Let's go with the whole thing. Clip 30. There is no evidence that there are significant reinfections after vaccine. In fact, I don't think we have a hospitalization in the United States after the two-week period after the second vaccination. Yeah, you have a death in the United States. You're not hearing what I'm saying about variants. We're talking about wild-type versus variants and what now proof reinf- is there what proof is there that there are significant reinfections with hospitalizations and death from the variants none in our country zero well because we don't have a prevalent of a variant yet we're having one can i finish we're having one one seven that's becoming more dominant policy based on conjecture no you it, have the it isn't based on conjecture variants so you some you want people to wear a mask for another couple of years no you've been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. No. You can't get it again. There's almost, there's virtually 0% chance you're going to get it. And yet you're telling people with them that have had the vaccine, who have immunity. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask who've been vaccinated. No. Instead, you should be saying there is no science no. to say we're going to have a problem from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they can quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. Okay. You want people to get the vaccine? <laughs> Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there, theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any sign. I I totally disagree with you. I don't know if Dr. Fauci did that on purpose or by accident, but you jumped to a different topic. It's like the illegal versus legal immigrant conversation, um, and you just lump them all together. Masks work. That's not what he's saying. You don't need a mask once you got the vaccine. There's no evidence to show that it's a problem, yet you stated a couple of weeks ago, well, you could get, even if you've been vaccinated, you could get the disease in your nostrils and carry it around other people. And like Rand Paul said, that's conjecture. Uh, there's no example of that happening, and I really thought Rand Paul brought it home at the end, because otherwise it's just kind of a squabble. You're just, like, arguing over a, a particular for no reason. But at the right. end, he brought it home that there is a reason. It's causing the vaccine hesitancy and and the mood of the country in that, oh, wow, even I get the vaccine, I still got to wear a mask and can't do anything? With your BS, not backed by any data crap, that I can still spread it even if I've got vaccinated. 
Well, and it's more than just annoyance at wearing a mask. What you're saying to people is that, well, it'll kind of make you immune, but I don't know. You should probably wear a mask because you're not immune and you can still get it and die and kill your granny. Because the mask is more than a a technique for avoiding an infection. It's a message that you could give or get the disease. And and so, yeah, if you tell people, no, you got to keep wearing a mask, not everybody's a doctor or is really into this like we are. They think, oh, so this thing doesn't really work. It will not give me my life back. It will not give me immunity. And that's a terrible message. Rand Paul's a doctor, by the way. He's an ophthalmologist, different kind of doctor, but he knows how to read, you know, data and, and science and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he's just saying there's not science to back up your conjecture. Um, now, uh, Dr. Fauci has one goal, as we all know, and that's to make sure nobody gets the COVID and, and, and no other. He doesn't think about anything else. He doesn't think about the well-being of kids in school or or economics or anything. And he doesn't have to. That's right. not what he spent his life on. But the rest of us should. And in Great, right. in Great Britain, by the way, they're doing it the completely different way. They're saying, hey, you get the vaccine. You don't have to wear a mask. You can get back to your regular life. And it's making people want to run to the hospital to get jabbed. Exactly. And they're finding really good luck with just the single jabbing. Just get everybody jabbed once and we'll worry about the second doses down the line, um, which seems to be working great. And by the way, you know, uh, bringing it back into the realm of media and coverage and that sort of stuff, I saw a headline, something like Dr. Fauci owns Rand Paul and makes him look silly. You know, that sort of thing. Okay, well, that was your interpretation of that. It was not mine. Wow. Wow, that is so interesting. Everything's yeah. just people people who already thought a certain way sure. saw it that way. And I got to admit, I, I thought the other way going in. So, But Rand Paul was right. I don't <laughs> care. If Fauci's right, go ahead and release your statistics on how people are uh, getting the virus in their nose and getting it to people and making them sick. I'd like to see yeah. that. Fauci's sin is, well, I'll tell you what Fauci's sin is in just a moment. After a quick word from our friends at CarShield, America's number one auto protection company, helping over one million drivers from having their bank account looted by their own car. Your car is going to steal from you. It's going to break, and you're going to have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. I thought we were friends. You uh, fool. If your car is out of warranty or about to go out of warranty, that's when you really want to know about CarShield, as they've helped over a million drivers. They're America's number one auto protection company. I'm not sure everybody knows that. You get to pick your favorite mechanic when you have a car problem. And when your car breaks down, you also get roadside assistance, rental coverage, trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. That's right. So, And they have a number of plans, too. It's easy in and easy out. There are no long contracts. Just go to carshield.com. Use the code Armstrong to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code Armstrong. A deductible may apply. All the info you need is right there at their website, carshield.com. Use the code Armstrong. So, yeah, Fauci has a couple of sins, a couple of main sins. And I don't hate him like some of you hate him, but number one was what Jack said. He has one priority and he's admitted this as few people as possible get and die from the covid and he will sacrifice the economy your school children's psyches just anything to achieve that goal because that's his gig and that's the way history will record his service okay that's that's fine but we need to have uh you know we need to have people prioritizing those other things at the same time thank you very much dr fauci his second great sin and Jack and I disagree on this one a little bit, is he believes if he introduces any nuance into his orders and, 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 and pronouncements, 
that people will become completely confused and just run around spitting into each other's mouths, giving each other COVID, <laughs> wearing underpants masks. I don't know what you know, cats lying down with dogs. I don't know what he thinks, but unless he just makes it just stupid simple. Uh, all the stupid people of America will do the wrong thing. So he's, his calculation, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. His calculation is, if I say anybody can stop wearing masks, everybody's going to stop wearing masks. Or people will see other people not wearing masks and figure uh, they can throw away their mask and then we'll all run around spitting in each other's mouths and getting the COVID or something. He won't say, yeah, once you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, Give it about a week, then no, there's no reason to wear your mask, even though that is clearly the case. Well, do you think uh, Britain's got it wrong, or or Brit's just smarter than we are to be able to say, once you get the shot, you don't need your mask anymore? Uh, there, It's a different messaging strategy, obviously. Um, it's a much smaller country, too. I think you got to treat us like adults. I can't yeah. imagine at this point you're going to have any effect on who's wearing a mask and who's not, are you? At this point? I, I don't know. I, I wear a mask know. everywhere I go. Um, I know some people who won't. I, I, I don't think Dr. Fauci could uh, to, to, to change anybody, either mine or their minds at this point on that. Well, and, and no, and a guy like me, I've gotten my first jabbing. It's just a couple of days ago. I have an idea how the immune system works, so I'm not out of the woods yet. But certainly in a couple of weeks, well, actually in two and a half weeks, I'm getting my second jab. And once I get that, I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Um, I might go ahead and stay masked where most people are masked just to not freak them out because I don't want to cause them discomfort. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Hmm. Um, but uh, I have to think about it. I don't know. Or you know what they ought to be doing? I look and this forward would be... to. I'll, I will stop wearing my mask the moment I get the second shot. I'm done. Oh, I don't. Blame I may you. never and wear I'm... a mask again in my life. I'm absolutely. I can avoid it. Uh, you know, uh, admitting I could change my mind on it. But instead of that idiotic uh, stance that Rand Paul was arguing against, that no, just keep wearing your mask for years. It literally, Fauci's saying might be a couple of years. Everybody ought to get. You know, you, you get your little I voted sticker. Give me a uh, sticker or a ball cap or a T-shirt or, I don't know, a wristband that says fully vaccinated. Giant so T-shirt I'm... cannon. They just drive up and down the interstates with a T-shirt cannon that shoots out T-shirts and say, I got vaccinated. Like, <laughs> we're, at a, like we're at a AAA baseball game. Well, I, w- I would suggest that maybe they hand it to you after you get vaccinated. So then you're kicking around mask-free, healthy, fearless, and people start thinking, man, I want me one of them. Or you could tell people, yeah, get fully vaccinated, then keep wearing a mask for two years. I don't get it. Um, We've got more. The CDC is about to release some new guidelines on schools. It's good news, but it's a little, it irks me in that you've known this for quite a while. This could have changed everything if you'd have told us earlier. So we ought to talk about that. Um, but it is good news. And uh, Sean's got more of his brackets for the the NCAA tournament, which is really kicking off with a gazillion games today. Mascot versus mascot and a battle to the death. That's how we choose the games. Last hour's was great. So we've got more of that on the way also. You know, I hate to 
to bring any serious discussion in on a Friday, especially now that it looks like J-Lo and A-Rod are getting back together. So It should be a day of celebration. It really should be. Coast to coast. I mean, our, with our hearts full of love. <laughs> and uh, like Sean said, what did, what did you say? The, now we all have a chance or something like that. Gives us all hope. Exactly. It gives us all hope. Um, I was happy to see that Tucker Carlson, which is regularly the most watched show on cable news, went big with what I was complaining about yesterday. That story in Atlanta is about a guy shooting prostitutes at brothels because he's a sex addict. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the supposed white supremacy move and violence against Asians nationwide. They're, They're not connected. No, it's fictional. And pretending it is should be its own crime. Because trying to whip up a race war? What the hell? What the we hell? This, we got this note from uh, Dave. Uh, Jen Psaki says that Trump calling the COVID-19 the China virus is the reason that this 21-year-old yep. sex addict shot up massage parlors. How, however, telling young blacks that every white person hates them and wants them dead is not contributing to the anger and violence seen in our country. One kid versus millions of youth seems like a laughable comparison. Andy No tweeted out, I'm looking into the massage parlors that were shot up in Atlanta, and he has that in quote. The shooting suspect told investigators that he targeted the businesses because of a sex addiction. Politicians and media around the world are reporting that as a murderous anti-Asian hate inspired by Trump. And he's got a link to the website of some of these massage parlors, and they're exactly what you thought they were. I mean, it's got pictures of really young girls in high heels and short skirts that will give you a massage at 2 o'clock in the morning. They're, they're brothels. And uh, and so now uh, a guy has come out who was in rehab with the murderous scumbag um, and uh, met him last month. And this guy was in rehab for heroin, but he had talked to murderous dude. I'm not going to use his name because I don't memorize the names of mass murderers. That's no, not he my will thing. rot in a cage for the rest of his days. But mass murderer coward scumbag uh, had talked to this dude about, yeah, I got a sex addiction. I just can't porn and prostitutes. I just can't stop. And he told the cops, you know, I'm addicted to, to, to going to these brothels. And so I killed the sex workers. That's what it is. Quit trying to tie it into anything else. They've 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 stepped up patrolling of Asian neighborhoods in big cities all across the nation at taxpayer expense because of this. Wow, yeah, that, that's editorial opinion pieces. Yeah, okay, that's uh, I'll be, I'm done yeah. with that. And I talked about it a lot yesterday, but it, it's troubling. It, it's troubling. We're playing with fire, trying to pretend there's a race war going on when there is not. You know, I read a couple of things in the last 24 hours that applied to this. Number one was discussing Blue Anon, which is the idea that the left is so desperate to find a boogeyman, they keep trying, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Green or, or, or QAnon or white supremacy or anti-Asian this or that. They're just desperate for something to get everyone's attention. And it was it, a lot of overlap with another piece I read pointing out that CNN's uh, ratings are down by 30%. They plunged. Nobody watches Don Lemon since Donald Trump left office. And they, too, are desperate for a hook, for a big story they can sink their teeth into. So they keep trying stuff, including white people are hunting down Asians, which is just not happening. Um, so we've got to get to some of the games in the NCAA tournament. As Shauna, you have music this time, right? Fantastic. Now listen to the sparkling production value. And because we don't really follow college basketball, we have to go mascot against mascot. It's the only way to do it. Uh, in terms of who would win in a fight to the death. The death! 
Uh, so we'll uh, circle back to one that we had earlier. We have an answer of what a Hokie is. The Hokie bird is a male turkey, the official mascot of the Virginia Tech. So not a very fearsome creature. So it's really no. unfortunate that its first-round opponent is the Florida Gators. Oh, my God. Oh, look at all the feathers. Oh, no. He got into the death roll. Gator. Easy win over the over a turkey. That's really not even a close. I, I feel yes. like they should be in different conferences. Look at all the feathers. Well, it's is that a one sixteen seed matchup? It ought to be. Oh, That's man. a seven ten. Yeah, it's really a miss seeding all the way around on <laughs> yeah, that one. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up, we have the uh, the Liberty Flames taking on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Huh. Now, uh, Cowboys checking their their tools here. Let's see. They got a revolver. They got a lasso. They have, no hose. They don't have any water. The Flames win. The Flames win. You can't wrangle an inferno, lads. Well, right. They'll have to form one of those buckets. Brigades from a Clint Eastwood movie. Better hope there's a river nearby. <laughs> no hose. Um, let's see, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap this one up. We have the Cleveland State Vikings uh, taking on the Houston Cougars, and I'll tell you what, that sounds like a tender matchup if I've ever heard one. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. the, 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 the Vikings, they, they they pillage, they're strong, they got the axes, and uh, yeah, the, the, the Vikings walk right over the Cougars. Boy, a, ri- a rugged bearded type with a cougar, boy, sparks will fly. <laughs> I'm telling you, all night long. So Gonzaga's going to win the tournament. They went 26-0 and this season. They're the running Zags or something like that? I don't even know what that is. Their name is themselves. They've fashioned the name of the university into a, a fake mascot. We're going to talk to Lon He Chen about a number of things political and then a whole bunch of other good stuff in Hour 3. Coming up with the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.